Before we start, I want to tell you about the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast hosted by Amy Porterfield and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. With a focus on online business, including digital courses, list building, social media, content, and webinars, each episode of Online Marketing Made Easy is designed to help your business get more results with a whole lot less stress. Check out these recent episodes, how to host a live virtual event that will wow your audience, why memberships are the future of online, and also check out how to bounce back after a disappointing launch. If you're looking for a great show that breaks down big ideas and strategies into actionable step-by-step processes, then listen to Online Marketing Made Easy wherever you get your podcasts. Most of us, when you hear the word sales or salesperson, the images that come to mind are things of people trying to manipulate you and try to trick you into buying something. The reality is you are a salesperson. Everyone is in sales. So why I'm so excited about today's episode is we are specifically going to talk about using story to sell your products and services. So today what we have done is we actually have invited Donald Miller. Oh, the Don. To come on the Marketing Made Simple podcast to talk about our new sales framework, The Customer is the Hero. So Hero Maker, if you hate to sell, but you have to sell, you're going to love this conversation with Don and JJ. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast, powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ, and hey, Hero Maker out there listening. April, you and I have been with StoryBrand for a very long time. We have we have a storied friendship. We, yes, <laughs> we, it's been so fun. And you first came in as customer service, right? You were a private workshop facilitator and you did customer service. And then I actually saw that you were like doing so much in customer service that we moved you into selling private workshops. And then ultimately we moved you into head of sales, right? So you kind of had worked your way up from working with customers who had already bought the product or were thinking about the product and you were selling the product to them, then selling one of our bigger products, private workshops. And then we were like, oh, you got this. (laughs) And so we moved you into head of sales. And I'm curious (laughs) when we made that call, like when we were like, we've seen what you can do. Like we've seen the the skills that you have. You're great at selling this product because we know you believe in it and all this and moved you into head of sales. Did you ever see yourself as head of sales of an international company? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. I was like, okay, all right, I will do this. I will figure it out. And I'm so glad I have JJ to ask all my questions to, but also I'm so glad to have the story brand framework under my belt because I knew that every person I was talking to on the phone was the hero of our story, right? Whether I was answering customer service questions or whether I was having a sales call, 
I was asking them what their problem was and trying to help them figure it out. And I know that you were a little overwhelmed when you stepped into that role, but I do have to say that you served as the head of sales during one of the largest growth periods for our whole company. So you really helped us go to that next level, but you had to learn on the job. And I think a lot of people who start businesses or who create new products, they start out because they're excited about this product, they know it's gonna help people, and then they realize, oh, I'm not just a business owner, I'm not just a customer service person, I am a salesperson, and I don't have sales training, and I don't know how to talk to people, and there are so many different methods that are out there that it can feel a lot of times overwhelming and expensive to try to learn how to sell, and most of us don't see ourselves as salespeople, right? uh, Some people do, like some people are amazing go-getter salespeople, and that's what they were born to do. But most of us, when you hear the word sales or salesperson, you don't have a good feeling (laughs) in your gut. The images that come to mind are things of people trying to manipulate you and try to trick you into buying something. So you go in as a customer to a situation defensive because you're like, they're not for me. They're for themselves. They're about their story and about selling their product and getting more money for them. And I have to be guarded when I walk in. And JJ, I'll also say people also feel like a bit of imposter syndrome, right? I'm going to resist calling myself a salesperson because I don't have the training. I don't have the knowledge. I didn't go to school for this. And therefore, how could I possibly call myself this when this has not been my path before? But that's that's not everybody's reality. The reality is, and people have heard this many times, you are a salesperson. Everyone is in sales. You are using words to describe your product and service to people that are outside of your organization. You're selling. And so why I'm so excited about today's episode is we are specifically going to talk about using story to sell your products and services as sales. We, you know, most of the time we talk about marketing and marketing really is about messaging, right? It's about the messaging that kind of lives on your website. It's your overall brand. But so often sales happens conversationally. You know, the moment where somebody is going to sell something happens when somebody walks in the store or gets on the phone or watches a presentation or a demonstration. Those are the moments that some people start to clam up because they're like, what do I say in this moment? to make the sale that doesn't come across manipulative, pushy, or make me feel gross, but really it communicates clearly what the product can do, how it can solve my problem, and ultimately what my life is going to be like on the other side. So today what we have done is we actually have invited Donald Miller. Oh, the Don. (laughs) (laughs) The Don himself (laughs) to come on the Marketing Made Simple podcast to talk about our new sales framework, the customer is the hero. We have developed a framework for people who don't like to sell, 
for people who often find themselves in a position where they're like, I'm, I don't consider myself a salesperson, but I have to sell. And we've created a framework that positions your customer as the hero. And what it does is gives you talking points that are all based in story. So it's all about inviting your customer into the right story so that they see that you are their guide again and position your product as a solution to their problem and does it in a way that develops and empowers a relationship with your customer instead of breaking it down. So Hero Maker, if you hate to sell, but you have to sell, or you're just looking to up your sales game, this is the training that I really wish I had had from the get-go. You're going to love this conversation with Dawn and JJ. Don, I am so happy to have you back on the podcast, and I'm especially happy to have you back on to talk specifically about a new framework that you've created called The Customer is the Hero. Right. Tell me about why you decided to create this new framework. Well, for a long time, you know, we've been growing this company and uh, we've had a lot of success. And I've been 100% convinced that I'm not a salesperson and I don't know how to sell anything. <laughs> as are a lot of people. Yeah, as are a lot of people. <laughs> and yet, um, well, it really started when uh, I was on a, a, a call where Kyle Willis, our, our president, had me kind of chime in with an executive at a company and answer some questions. And the call lasted five minutes and the person ended up signing a deal. And Kyle said to me, he's, man, you can sell. And I, first of all, I was I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> that he was surprised by that. No, no, no. I was offended that he would call me a salesperson. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean that jokingly. Um, and I thought, well, I guess maybe I did. I just thought I explained to him what we do and then realized, no, you're actually doing a lot more than that. You're using the same narrative structure that you use in StoryBrand. You're starting with a problem, positioning your, your product as a solution to the problem and so on and so on. And so I thought, you know, you need to write this down and ended up creating a framework that people can use who don't like to sell and who don't want to sell. And what we realized pretty quickly is that probably 95% of the people who need to sell don't consider themselves salespeople, small business owners. You know, if you're with a multi-level marketing company, if you're a financial advisor, if you're a real estate agent, uh, you're doing more consultative selling, but it's definitely selling. And so I thought, well, what if, if we formalized a pattern that they could use in a way to sort of not coerce, but guide conversations that would actually close a lot more sales. And so instead of selling, which we think of as hard pressure and those kinds of things, you're really just inviting customers into a story and you're treating the customer like they're the hero and you're the guide and you're trying to figure out what is a win for you? What resolves your problem? And do the products that I sell, could they be positioned as tools for you to use to solve that problem? And if you think about it that way, it takes a lot of the ickiness out of selling. And that's really what the customer is the hero does. Is it, it, it takes the icky feelings and the resistance that we all have to being a salesperson. And it teaches you another way to do it. It's, it's critically important that those who run small businesses are excellent at sales. They don't have to know they're excellent at it, but they do need to be excellent at it, especially if you have a small solopreneur business. You've got to close those sales in order to keep your doors open. When you hear the term salesman, Right. Like you just immediately don't have good feelings. Like if you think about a- No, HubSpot did a study and um, 97% 
of people said they don't trust somebody with the title of salesperson. Yeah. Think about if I just said to you, hey, there's a door-to-door salesman coming up the drive. <laughs> like, how do you feel, right? <laughs> look, my, I, think my, I literally just felt anxiety rise <laughs> yeah. in my chest, right? And we don't want to associate ourselves with that kind of salesperson. Right. Because that, that person, you're going to have to reject that person and they're not going to take no for an answer. I think that's, we've, we feel a little bit of that. Yeah. Right. And um, that's not what we're talking about. So you took kind of the intuitive way that you think about story and positioning your customer as the hero and you put it into a framework so other people could do the same. thing. Right. Right. And there are five parts to this framework that help people sell. Yeah. And so could you describe those for us? What are the five parts of the customer as the hero framework? Yeah. So the first part is start with a problem. That's really step one. And what you want to do when you're starting with a problem is, is you want to find out what the customer's problem is. And this would be 75%. The fir- literally, the first thing is 75% of, of, of what is important to do in the sales process. And so at that point, you're just saying, you know, uh, you know we worked with Tempur Sealy, the mattress company. And, you know, normally a mattress salesperson would walk up to you as you walk into a store and say, How, what brings you in today? What can I help you with? And we actually said, don't do that. Uh, when you walk up to them and say, hey, welcome to Tempur Sealy. Uh, we've got a bunch of great mattresses here. What's bothering you about your current mattress? And that is a different question than what brings you in today. Because it sets, the, it sets you up to find out from the customer what problem they are trying to solve, which is the only reason they walked into the door. What brings you in today, you'd get an answer like, well, I heard you guys are having a sale. Well, that's not why they're here. They're here because they hate their mattress. Right, they're here because they have a backache. They're here because their husband snores. They're here because you know th- their mattress has a dip in it. They're here because whatever. Uh, they moved to town and they didn't bring a mattress in. So once you find out what that problem is, then the rest of the sales process almost becomes intuitive because they say, well, my back is really hurting. Well, you know you've got three mattresses that are specifically designed to help somebody who has a hurting back. You've just, you know, if there's 90 mattresses in the store, 87 of them you now no longer have to talk about. And you're going to go to these three people and you've got stories about, you know, I had a customer come in six months ago and their back was in pretty bad shape and they actually stopped physically by the store and said thanks because their back is feeling great. The sales process just takes care of itself, but all starts not with you saying something. It starts with you hearing something. And what you need to hear is what this customer's problem is. And this is really important because the only reason people give us money is because they're trying to solve a problem. Period. And if you don't know what that problem is, you're shooting in the dark, right? So you focus on the problem and the solution to the problem, and then you are able to say, this mattress is going to make your lower back feel better. And here's the thing that happens in the human brain. When the human brain associates your product as a solution to their problem, that's when the consideration of buying your product begins. And it doesn't begin before that. So that's the number one job in this conversation, this consultative conversation, is to get the customer to associate your product as the solution to that problem. And the best way to get your customer to associate your product with the solution to that problem is to say it. This product will solve that problem. That's number two. Now, at that point, I really believe 85% of the work you need to do as a sales rep is done. It's huge. It's It's done. It's absolutely huge. And the third step of the framework is to build a bridge between your customer's problem and your product as the solution with a three-step plan. Yeah, that's right. Now, as soon as the customer associates your product as the solution to their problem, that's when the buying journey begins. However, they're not going to place an order yet. And it's because 
we want to take a second, especially if we're going to spend a lot of money, we want to take a second to sort of think about it and we want to take a second to list the pros and cons in our minds. Here's what's really happening in the brain. The brain is saying, I want that solution. However, where I'm standing now to that solution means a couple things. It means change, that, I'm, that my life is going to change somehow. It means um, there are unknown risks that I need to think about so that I can mitigate those risks. It means that I could lose my money because this product might not work and I would feel like a fool. And so what happens is if you actually build a bridge from the problem to the solution with three steps, and this is just so incredibly practical, you want to demystify the process and de-risk the process. And that's the point of that three-step bridge between the problem and the solution. Uh, studies show that three steps work really well, four steps work almost as well, and five steps don't work. You know, let's say you've got a, a customer in there, you're a real estate agent, and, they, and this is the house for them. You would actually say, look, I think this is the house for you guys. Why don't we call the bank and see if you qualify for this amount? Then let's make an offer on this house. And then if they accept the offer, let's get you guys in in the next six weeks. Three steps basically says to the buyer, here's what your future looks like. It's clear. It's not a mystery. And I think some people think, well, they already know. They already they know don't. how it's going to work. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. You're doing the thinking for them. And their blood pressure goes down a little bit because their sense of risk and their sense of mystery goes down a little bit, which is it makes it much more likely that they'll cross the bridge from their problem to your solution. So then after people have created a plan for their customers to buy the product, what is the next step in the framework? Well, we've built the bridge from the problem to the solution. Again, I, I think we're 95% there. However, there's still some people who don't want to cross the bridge. And what you want to do then is paint the stakes. You want to paint the positive and negative stakes that are in play if you do or do not buy this product. You can say, Dan, I don't want you to have backaches anymore. Uh, let's, get you this, let's get this mattress into your house so that you'll wake up tomorrow feeling great. Negative. I don't want you to have backaches. Positive, tomorrow you feel great. Stories work, part of what makes them work so great are stakes. You know, Liam Neeson's daughter has been kidnapped and terrible things could happen, but if he gets there, she'll be set free. You know, the couple are either going to get married and live happily ever after, or she's going to marry the jerk brother and and have misery, right? The, the, the screenwriter will paint stakes all the way through it and keep those stakes in front of the audience in order to increase the sense of urgency. So when you actually say... Dan, I don't want you to have backaches anymore. It sounds miserable. Let's get this mattress in your home so you'll feel great tomorrow morning when you wake up. Uh, you you basically put a, a big ray of sunshine and a rainbow over one side of the bridge and a big thundercloud and storm over the other. And basically you're saying, get your butt out, out of this side of the bridge and get onto yeah. the other side <laughs> of the bridge, right? Yeah. And you, you increase the sense of urgency. And I think it's really important to understand that when you're talking about these stakes, it all has to be connected to the customer problem, right? So if right. you start bringing in- Yeah, the in problem is the genesis of the whole story structure. If your business has felt disconnected lately, you're not alone. Disconnected teams, disconnected systems, disconnected customer relationships, all of these are standing in the way of your growth. With the HubSpot CRM platform, you have a single source of truth for all of your marketing, sales, and operation tools, meaning your teams, data, and customers are seamlessly connected. Whether you're IPOing soon or just getting started, HubSpot is easy to integrate, implement, and scale. And 
is a flexible system that allows you to connect everything you need to do business. With a powerful all-in-one platform like HubSpot, there's no more bouncing between systems, tabs, or reps, giving your team more time to focus on building connections with your customers, not connecting your software. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. And now back to the show. And then there's one last piece that really is pretty critical right? In, yes, it is. In, the, in the whole framework, and that's calling your customer to action. That's right. And this is probably the scariest thing for people who don't see themselves as salespeople to, to do. And that is ask for the money. Uh, Jerry Jones owns the Dallas Cowboys, right? And AT&T Stadium. And he, he once said that the three rules to business are one, ask for the money. And then he couldn't remember the other two. <laughs> and he's a billionaire, right? So, uh, of course, he meant that jokingly. But it's just that important to actually say, would you like to place an order? And you're sort of affirming. What I mean by that is you're affirming that they are making a good decision. So it's really important for a real estate agent to actually say, Jim and Nancy, I think this is your house. I think this is the right house. And I think you know, you know it is too. Let's make an offer. And Jim and Nancy go, gosh, she's right. You know what I mean? Instead of, what do you guys think? <laughs> well, what we think is we'd, you know, we'd, we'd love a bigger master bedroom you know, or whatever. You know, that's what we think. Uh, let us go home and talk about it. But y you're giving them some confidence to make the decision that they need to make. The second thing you do is because this is not natural to almost all of us and because it feels uh, risky or pushy, you're not going to do it. And so what you want to do is actually memorize your line. You want to memorize your call to action. So for me, you know, in, in most of these conversations that I have with executives, it, you know, it goes something like, I believe uh, this is a solution to your problem. Uh, Matt can get you on pricing, but uh, as soon as you sign the contract, we'll turn around and deliver this. It's a way to affirm you've come to us with a problem. This is a solution to the problem. I, the CEO, believe that we can solve this and I want to execute on it. Uh, and it works. I mean, I, I don't, I, I literally cannot remember a time when they didn't turn around and say, great, right, let's do it. Uh, and I think if I said, listen, if you give it some thought and you, you think uh, this is right for you, let us know. I think I would have lost, lost half the sales. The call to action is that important. I love this whole framework. It really is about a mind shift for me. And I think a mind shift for everybody who, doesn't really consider themselves a salesperson, right? right? It just is. And salespeople. This is a better framework than, than salespeople are using. Because it, it means you're not pushy. It means you're actually helping a customer solve a problem. And you have talking points to stick to right. that mean that you're going to position your customer as the hero. Right. Because if, you know, going back to that original illustration of saying, you know, how do you feel when a salesman walks up to your door? Well, why do we feel icky about that? Is because they're coming up assuming I need something and trying right. to convince me to buy something that I don't need. And then I usually, if I do end up buying it, I feel bad later that I gave in and that I bought it. Right. And I think just identifying your customer's problem, positioning your product as a solution to that problem, right. giving them a plan that builds a bridge from their problem to your solution painting the positive and negative stakes of what their life can be like after they buy your product 
and then calling them clearly to action, that gives them permission to do what they already want to do is how you keep the customer the hero of the story. That's right. And both of you walk away feeling good about this experience. Now, here's the cool thing about this framework. We've built an online tool and the online tool basically practices, helps you practice a sales pitch. So you type into a box the problem, you type in the solution, you type in the three-step plan, you type in the negative stakes, the positive stakes, and the call to action. But what's really cool is you type these in to separate boxes and you hit preview and it's color-coded. So red is the problem, purple is the solution, brown is the bridge, yellow is the, the negative stakes, blue is the positive stakes, and green is the, the call to action. What's beautiful about that is you can actually write a sales email or you can give a speech or anything you want, and you can make sure that that text is going to invite people into a story. And if, you have, if you're missing purple, you know to put in purple. If you're missing red, you know to put in red. And it, it just dramatically increases the chance that whether you, you speak those words, whether you write them in an email, whether you deliver them in an elevator pitch, if the colors are represented, people are going to pay attention and they're going to respond. And th when you get online and start playing with it, it does become intuitive. So when I and look you all, at- you can't go back. No, no, no. When I look at somebody's email or I look at an email I'm writing, I start looking in color. I don't even have to put the colors right. down. I just go, there's not enough red here. I did right. not talk about my customer's problem. And I didn't cast the stakes. The blue is gone, you know? And so right, you just right. start looking in, at the pieces and you start intuitively seeing it. And I think that really is one of the powerful things about this framework is it really helps you shift your perspective on, I'm not selling a product, I'm solving a customer problem. And that's what it means to position your customer as the hero. If you're selling a product, then you're the hero of the story. Yeah, if you're selling a product, too often you're trying to sell somebody something they don't need so that you can get money. And part of this is just invite customers in the story, play the guide, it's all about them winning, and you're gonna be able to sleep, you're gonna earn their trust, they're gonna come back and do repeat business, and they're gonna tell their friends about you. And I think in the long run you win even bigger. And I think the customer is the hero sales framework shows you how to do that. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> I love that so much. Don, thank you for creating a framework that actually helps people sell in a way that makes them feel good and makes their customer the hero. Well, hero makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and sales and clarify your message. Hero Maker, we have a brand new tool for you. I am so excited to share with you our online sales script. If you've been around this podcast for any amount of time, you've heard us talk about the online brand script, our online tool to clarify your marketing message. Well, we have created for you an online sales script where you can actually create the talking points that Don taught us about in this podcast. Go to onlinesalescript.com slash podcast. And there you are going to find this tool where you can create your sales talking points. And here's what you're going to want to do. You're going to start with identifying your customer's problem. What problem does your product solve for your customer? What are they struggling with? And write that down. Then you want to identify how your product solves that problem. You are going to position your product as a solution. 
which means that the only words that you say when talking about your product have to be connected to your customer problem. Don't add in a whole bunch of other language. Specifically talk about the features and benefits of your product that specifically relate to solving your customer problem. As Don said in the interview, these two things are really the biggest parts of the framework. If you can spend some time working on those, the rest of the framework will fall into place very easily. After you do those first two, the next thing you want to do is create a three-step plan that builds a bridge between their problem and your solution. Just three steps. How do they buy your product or use your product to show them how easy it is to find their solution? Then you're going to paint the positive stakes, which means you're going to name how their life is going to be better after they have purchased your product or service. And then you're going to paint the negative stakes, which means you're going to create a sentence that just says, this is what can happen if you don't buy the product or service. And then lastly, you are going to have a strong call to action, something you can memorize to help your customer feel great about their purchase. That's all you need to do. Start using the customer is the hero sales script and get your bonus videos at onlinesalescript.com slash podcast. Sign up for the tool and begin creating your talking points and play with it a little bit. Give yourself some grace in this. Brainstorm, write down a whole bunch of different stuff and then ultimately narrow it down to the talking points that are going to be most effective. When you do this, you will have the language to talk to customers about your product or service in a way that positions them as the hero of the story and you as the guide. It will keep things clear. It will keep you from adding in a whole bunch of information that confuses your customer or tells the wrong story. This online sales script will help you stay focused and ultimately it is going to help you close more deals. And my favorite part about it is you're actually going to start liking sales again. (laughs) If you're anything like us, sometimes being a salesperson feels hard or feels like you need to really convince somebody to buy your product or service. But when you use this tool, sales becomes easy and it becomes relational. And ultimately what it does is position your customer as the hero of the story. And that's why we call you hero makers. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Stop me, you cannot stop me, go!